Hello everyone and welcome to the Dog Ate My Meatball podcast. Okay everyone, hello in the next episode of the Dog Ate My Meatball podcast and today we have a bit of a special episode because we've got our first guest ever. Ooh. Yes. So that was just our guest today, and today with me we've got our guest host who is my f- good friend Michael. He is possibly my closest board gaming friend I've got over here, but also he's a commission painter. So if you are actually looking for someone to get your board game miniatures or wargaming miniatures up to good level, just leave me a message and we'll, we'll sort you out. Okay, Michael, you want to say something about you? Yeah. So um, yeah, like almost said. Name is Michael. Uh, we've been playing board games for like literally forever. So um, we got some good stuff for you guys. Obviously, we just finished another scenario, and that I think that completes all the base scenarios and mansions of madness. Yes, because like I promised last time, today we are talking about mansions of madness, and literally in front of me, we've got the table where we just finished playing the third mission which for us was the last, but also the most difficult one from the set. It was super cool. Super it cool. was amazing. I mean, the, the the end was just so good. However, we can't tell you much because then we're going to spoil it. So we can't tell you much in terms of a story. But let me just tell you that it's definitely worth playing every single one. And, and I think that's the first time when the first game had a full 100% happy ending. Because usually, like, we... the first game we had kind of... We didn't lose, but we didn't win either. <laughs> but this time we actually finished the whole thing, completed it. And But yeah, okay. So let's go back and let's talk about the game. So Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. I'm sure you've heard of it. Amazing game, published by FFG. 1 to 5 players. So yes, you can actually play solo. Though, even if you play solo, I would recommend to play with at least 3 or 4 characters. Don't you think, Mike? Yeah, definitely. What we've just did, uh, what we've just done is basically we've been playing four characters, um, two of each. Yeah, and, so um, it, it makes it much easier in terms of uh, extra actions and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, if we are playing the hardest scenario in the base game, because the base game gives you four different scenarios, and I, I can't imagine winning that scenario with only two players. No, I don't And think I know, so. like, the, the game itself, because the game requires additional app. And I know that the app actually changes it slightly depending on the number of characters within the game. But I still don't think we would have won if we played with just two characters. I don't think so. I don't think so. To be honest with you, it's it's more enjoyable as well when you're playing with more characters. Yeah, there is much more cooperation going on and like all the... That's it. Gives you bits a, of a bit more versatility as well. Yeah. In terms of, you know, the, 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 the what characters can do. Uh... And it's kind of extend the limitations, so it's 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 fun. It's much more fun, obviously. If you, if you got a bunch of people to play it with, uh, by all means, go and do that. But if you're soloing it, just just get some more characters out out of the box and and don't just use one of them. It's gonna yeah. be a waste of time. Yeah, I would say so. And you're probably gonna finish the the whole whole game in two or three turns, disappointed because you're gonna fail. Yeah, like just I was, I was just about to say it that like the first time we played that scenario. Uh, it was three of us, um, it was along with our friend Brandon, and basically, I think we lost the game within like half an hour, no longer than that. Everyone died and that was it. 
that was a bad ending everyone died uh, we went to arkham asylum it's actually for for you know for this kind of game it's a it's a happy ending you haven't died yeah it's a good ending that you didn't die but i mean it's, it's not the best ending you can get you know like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it would be nice not to end up in the room with no doors if there is any background noise um i, I apologize for it but we've got two dogs walking around and one is tiny schnauzer, really curious about what is the weird microphone I'm holding and the other one is walking around and just checking everything out as well. So we might have a bit more background noise than usually. But then again, today's episode is quite different in the whole format. It's a, it's a two, two weird mutations of uh, deep ones. Yes, we've got two little <laughs> deep ones walking around trying to bite the mic yeah. and bite us and bite everything. I'm doing a good job. Yes, okay, so, but let's go to the beginning and actually introduce the game. So, Manches of Madness 2nd Edition. If you have any interest in board games, I'm sure you've heard of it, because that's kind of one of the games which is a modern classic. Now, if you played the old one, then you know what it is. It's basically a whole kind of adventure, cooperative-ish. Mystery, crime game? investigation investigation yeah basically we as players take uh, roles of different investigators imagine kind of like x-files but in 1920s or like something like that so um and within the game you've got eight different characters and what i really like about the game is that while the first edition required someone to actually be let's say like a dungeon master mm. sort of figure the second edition doesn't need that because you've got a companion app that does all the job for you now, as you can imagine, it's a game released by FFG. So when it comes to quality, it's top notch. And I mean, you can ask my himself. Basically within the game, we've got loads of tiles, loads of cards, uh, nice dice. The quality is just amazing. And the amount of different cards and bits and pieces you're gonna have in the box is bonkers. I mean, once you punch everything out, it's actually sometimes difficult to close it. If you are really picky and trying to protect your miniatures, then you will possibly want to invest some money into a proper insert. Otherwise, they will be kind of all flying around. Though, when it comes to miniatures, I guess I'm going to just pass you straight to Michael because he's been painting all of mine. So my board game looks beautiful because he's the painter and he's done a really good job. So what do you think about the miniatures themselves? Um, right, so from, from painter point of view, let's just say, um, the miniatures are kinda kinda small which makes them a bit easier to paint. Uh, they're not as much detailed as let's say GW stuff or, or some other stuff uh, out there but they're still kinda enjoyable to paint and if you spend fair amount of time let's say I don't know for me it took two two evenings when I spent two and a half hours uh, so that's five hours in total and uh, I'm pretty happy with the with the results. So in terms of getting them to the standard like you kind of enjoy having them on a table uh, it's not going to take that much as much as let's say gw character design miniatures design sculpts i i really like them um yeah they're quite dynamic aren't they like even when you've got a priest he's not just like standing he's like properly putting the cross out you know the kind of yeah uh, exorcist the power of christ yeah. compels you it's 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 kind of it's kind of cool it's kind of cool especially when you when you like to post your stuff on a on a social media it, it, it gives your, let's just say, photos and, and whatever you do with your stuff uh, a bit more dynamics. Yeah, um, if you're going to go to our podcast Instagram, you're going to find the pictures from today's game. So you'll be able to see that. And also over there, I'm going to drop uh, Michael's um, 
Instagram as well, so you'll be able to see all of the paint job he's cool. done on the miniatures. Nice one, nice one. You know, a, a little bit of self-promotion here and there. Uh, that's the least we can do for you. We, we all love that. We all love but yeah, that. generally, miniatures are really nice. And I mean, you've got miniatures from characters, which are quite small, up to... What's, what's the big one called? I think it's like Star Spawn, Star which is Spawn. basically like a Cthulhu-esque monster. Yes. Like, I mean, Star imagine, imagine cool. basically like a small Cthulhu. But when I say small, I mean like twice the height of the characters and a massive muscular kind of big thing big dude if big, you're gonna if you're gonna look nasty dude i'm sure that by the time you are listening to podcast you've seen the miniatures so you know which miniature we are actually talking about and you're gonna be like okay that's the miniature that made me buy the game because that would be the case with me really yeah okay yeah um so in terms of quality i can't say anything bad about it i'm not gonna lie i mean the cards are great and i've been using the game for quite a lot and the only thing that got damaged was the box <laughs> yeah, which is it. actually my fault. <laughs> yeah, but then again, that's not really a problem because, you know, there is nothing that a bit of tape is not going to fix. In terms of cards, they are the nice kind of plasticky with the linen finish ones, so they don't really get damaged much. I mean, they, they survive quite a lot. Um, I don't see any wear and tear on tiles, dice, miniatures or cards, so I, I really wish more games would be the same quality they're, they're quite handy that the, the cards let's say equipment cards and spells and and all the common items and all the all the other cards are quite handy that they're, they're not too big they're not too small so yeah they did i mean it's, it's kind it even you kind of hard to 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 break them or, or damage yeah them, but also so. what i like is that they are small because that means like the map itself can be small in some missions and in some scenarios can grow quite large yeah, yeah. at the moment it's basically the whole coffee table like and it's not your IKEA small coffee table, it's like a bigger coffee it's, uh, table. Possibly like two by two or two something. Two by two. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and yeah. it's pretty much the whole table is covered by the game. The map and all the components. Yeah, that's more, that's three by three. Could be three by three. But three basically three it takes quite a lot of space. So if you want to play it, if you don't have big table, you might have to play on the floor, though we've done that many times and Which it's not really done a problem. In the past and it's yeah. Yeah, just a part uh, of a part of uh, from yeah one miniature obviously being eaten by the yeah, dog yeah that's what i wanted to say if you have pets like i've got dog <laughs> um just just make sure they don't get hold of your miniatures because one of the characters um i'll give you william yorick and uh, the the whatever was his name he is the oh yeah the william. grave digger the grave digger lost his hand uh due to so got a high level of interest from my puppy yeah he got a chainsaw attached and now he became ash from <laughs> evil, evil dead. dead so his hand is gone but he's got a chainsaw and considering that he's the main the only character who's really focused on killing things and killing things gives him bonuses so it, it fits the theme quite well it's kind of bonding title isn't it the yeah that's digger. that's so true that's true you gotta love you gotta love him man you gotta love the great digger Definitely. so yeah so pretty much in terms of gameplay um you walk around and you've got different maps and you've got a few different actions you can do each turn a character can do two things so we can walk around we can talk to people and this is one thing i really like when actually different dialogue options affect what's gonna happen um, in one of the scenarios, you need to tell the NPCs, let's say, the, the game characters, to move around the house so nothing damages them. Um, in others, you might have to try to lie to people to get some information, or you might try to use the influence to actually tell you some detail that might be really valuable. And one of the things I would actually want to say is that if you are playing Mansions of Madness, make sure you've got like a notepad and pencils and pen and paper or record your notes because that's the game when every single thing that characters say every single thing it's that the app tells you is is important 
I mean, you start the game and let's say the first NPC will tell you that someone went to that room three days ago and never came back and you kind of need to write down the name of the room and later if you find it you need to think because something might be there and you have to prepare yourself. Um, so yeah, generally I can easily say that that's one of my favorite games ever. I, I love the game. I love this game. And I honestly don't think it's an overstatement because the game is just a bloody masterpiece. I mean, yeah. what do you think, Mike? It's 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 hard to say because very often we've, we we finished the obviously game night and it's been quite disappointed that we failed at the end of the scenario because we we screwed something up and and today is actually one of these days when it feels good. Yeah, like, like we like we mentioned uh, like we mentioned previously, we we actually get this happy ending which is unusual for Lovecraft stuff yeah and also uh, it was quite climatic as well because I mean you know imagine there is a uh, star spawn and the first thing that happens it kind of came up in the basement and imagine a priest running to the door throwing a bunch of dynamite inside it's a, it's a... and then running the hell out of it to drink whiskey and pray <laughs> yeah. to help others not go insane I mean it, it goes really proper Lovecraft style today it's kind of kind of RPG stuff as well which which I really enjoy and I really love and yeah yeah I mean if you are a person who enjoys role-playing you're gonna make much more of the game but even for mm. people who are not really into that and just look at the game mechanics and we've got quite few friends or even my girlfriend I mean she's not really gonna be role-playing much but she does enjoy a good story, and I mean, she loved the game. And some of other of my friends, basically everyone who played the game said it yeah, was good. Yeah, we played with a few people already. We've played and, it quite a lot. I think yeah. that's one of the games which every single person I spoke with or I ever had the chance to play with tried it with me. That's why I played the first scenario like 10 times, if not more. Another thing is though, um, in terms of replayability, yes, it's true that once you know the scenario, you kind of know the ending. However... Every single time you play, the map will look differently because the app is randomizing the outline and the places might be different and the people might be in different places. So in one of the scenarios, for example, you need to culprit. solve the case yeah. and the culprit might be different every single time. So you might be getting slightly different hints about who, what, what and where is happening and what's going on. So yeah, um, you've got four missions in the base game and the first one is pretty much like a tutorial mission let's say that's about 90 minutes of gameplay it's and like it teaches you the basics to, yeah yeah um the storyline is quite good i'm not gonna lie like i played the, the first scenario 10 times and i still enjoy it i could easily play one more time not an issue but yeah generally it's like an introduction then second one is good and if you've ever read or listened to shadows of innsmouth you're gonna love it then third one is the one we played today and I'm not going to say much, but I mean, it's a really good one and a it's really a, interesting one, it's, isn't it? It's, it's, it's really dynamic. You need to react to stuff. You need yes. to respond to stuff which is, which is going around, basically. Yes, and, you, you and need you, to be kind of planning ahead and thinking in about many different things. Yeah, it's, it, it, makes, it makes you move. It makes you obviously do stuff and do it quickly and yeah. very often without even thinking about it. So. Yeah, and again, I would say if you are playing the third scenario, um, I don't recall this scenario's name now, but basically if you are playing the third one, it has five out of five difficulty. And I can imagine replaying it quite a few times and I'm sure we're going to play we, it one more time. We, I think that's the one that we played last time when we when we failed big time. Oh yeah, that's the, the very that, that's the one we lost within 30 minutes. So we, we kind of knew what to expect and we, we kind of changed our game style. Yes. Which, which is obviously, like I said, for this specific scenario it needs to be kind of dynamic and, yeah. and, and, and quite quick. So. Though I must admit though, every single time we failed, whether it was in this scenario or a different one, there is always something you learn from it. 
And I mean, like, look, when we played the second scenario, uh, we were playing and it was going quite well. And suddenly something happened we never expect, uh, never expected. And then we suddenly realized that actually in this game, order in which I do things which are related to quest matters a lot. Yeah. Because if you do one, you do thing A before you do thing B, but no one really tells you what is the order. You, it's kind of logical. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's kind of logical. Okay, yeah, you would do this first, then do this. But then you think, oh, it's a game. It's not really going to matter. And then it actually, does matter yeah, because it yeah, completely yeah. messed it up. Yeah. You got you to gotta listen to this game as well. Because this game, yes. when, you, when, you, when you play in it, and obviously once you, once you end there, you need, to, you need to start, like, maybe not recording, but, but thinking about what this game tells you. Yeah, you need to actually think so, what the things mean in the game as and well. It's, and it's, uh, it's kind of logical. Like you said, it's, it, it tells you stuff, but it doesn't tell you everything. Obviously, it, it seems a bit fun. like reading a book, right? That like you get the hints, but it's your job to make the it's hints more like connect. Them, them virtual books. Yeah, like visual thing, novels so... or like the playbooks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this is sort of thing when the, the game itself gives you a lot of hints about what's going on and how you can solve it. But another thing is though, yeah, I didn't actually mention that. And I guess that'd be a good thing to say in the beginning. When you start the game, whatever scenario it is, you don't really know what you have to do to win. And it's also your job to actually find out okay. what are the winning conditions. So when you start the game, you kind of get like a case. Let's say someone calls you or you get a phone call saying, yeah, we need your help or this and that happened. So you don't really know what's going on. And it's your job to find out the winning conditions and then meet them to win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's quite. Sometimes he he doesn't know them until very last turn, yes, or two or three turns, yes, which yes. which actually everything is 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 going that fast that you don't even have time to react. You just go in with the flow and 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 trying to obviously save someone or or do something or or just escape, yeah, or yep. or do a lot of crazy stuff. Which it is, is it's true. It's, it's that's absolutely that's the true. beauty of this game. It's it's. It's very dynamic and, yeah. and, and, and yeah, that's the, that's the best part of it, I think. I think so, yeah. Like, it's a really enjoyable game to play and, and you're not going to be bored. I mean, even the turn thing, the, the mechanic that the turns are fluid. So normally you don't have that moment of like, okay, I did mine, you do yours and you do yours. Realistically, I can do one action and then Michael's character can come and do something for me that allows me to do another action. So you can kind of mix and match what you really need. And that takes a lot of thinking and planning as well, which I really like. Yeah. Um, though, going back to the game mechanics itself, now, in terms of characters, each character will have a few statistics um, like strength, ability, observation, law, influence and will. And at the same time, we have our health, which is like physical health and our mental stability. So we see, you know, it's a proper... Instability. Proper, yeah, More instability. Like. <laughs> uh, it's a proper Lovecraft theme where your brain is as bad for you as your heart is or your body is. So we can lose the game when our characters basically kind of gets, loses life twice or loses the mental stability twice. And we do that by getting damage or by either uh, getting horror. So in this case, if you get horror once, you're going to become insane. And there is a set of cards that tell you. And what I really like is that some cards might be not changing much. Some might change your character's behavior. Everything. Like, for example, you know, you have to, you can't, stand being in the room with another player because you're paranoid or you are a pyromaniac and in this case your your winning conditions change and you win i think if half of the map is on fire so yes, like you yeah. can win while everyone else will lose because you basically went crazy from seeing on this all of the stuff you are experiencing and that changes your win conditions 
and that happened in one of our games previously when we've been playing four of us <laughs> oh, with my uh, with my girlfriend and one of our friend <laughs> and we were playing and it's like oh yeah it's all good all good we go to ending and michael's character actually went crazy he went insane but you know we didn't really know what what is his insane condition you don't know really what's happening and he asked our friend to okay can i get your knife can i get your knife because then we can win and then he our our friend actually gave him the knife and he just then stabbed him killed him and he won because his winning conditions after becoming insane was to sacrifice one of his sacrifice friends. Sacrifice one of... Uh, yeah, one of the other yeah. players. And then that was it. And we were really close to finishing this scenario as well. So he came out, yeah, I won, but three of us were... Oh my God, it was so frustrating. <laughs> and it took us three or four hours actually to yeah. get to this point. I was... but, but then it was amazing as well, because at the same time we were like, oh yeah, we we're so close, but yet so far. And we still really yeah. don't know what the ending is. So we had to replay the scenario later. And, and you know, it's... it's what's, what's cool is that Whenever your character is going mental, uh, you're the only person that knows what's what going his, on, what his uh, winning conditions may be uh, or are. Cause, yeah, because it could so, be nothing. It could be you can't, for example, trade yeah, items, or it could be yeah, kill your friend. It can be anything, and 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 literally that that's what makes it a bit more interesting in the end because you're spending you and a bunch of your friends spending three, four, five. Yeah, you six, invest so a lot of time into it. Shit loads of time into the into the whole thing and, and, and someone's actually ruining all your efforts in yep. in just in just like that. And but then it's so enjoyable when it you is. do it. For for this person in particular, yeah. yeah. But, but everyone, then even for me everyone to everyone be... else is like, oh my God, what just happened, mate? It's so yeah, disappointing. But... Come on, why Yeah, that's true. That? that's true. It's, that's it's, true. It's, honestly it's 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 um, yeah it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was actually really like up, I'm not gonna lie. Whether I win, to be honest with you, whether I win or lose the game, I still have good time. No, mate, this the, the one that we mentioned in particular was just literally was great. Made my yeah, day. I mean, yeah, that, that was amazing. So I've been smiling next day and day after probably. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's the thing that you'd remember. I mean, yeah. that the game we had about a year ago, and you know, I still remember everything yeah. very yeah. vividly. So, but yeah, in terms good of stuff. a game, game is great. Quality is great. Miniatures are great. Plays great. App is superb. When you play speaker. and you've got a speaker, use it. I mean, whether it's a Bluetooth speaker, whether you plug in your use computer, a tally. use a telly. Use a telly if you've got cast Chromecast, it cast telly. it, or just By plug in, means, yeah. plug your laptop to TV because you can do HDMI. You've got it on Steam. Makes it much. You've more got it on yeah. all the app stores. The sound effects do massive difference, and I mean Amazing. the the. Amazing. All the background, uh, the music. atmosphere, it's, yeah, it's like you beautiful. really get involved in the game much more. It just sucks you into that world, which definitely helps a lot. So go for it. All the steps on a wooden floor. Yeah, you got all steps, the doors, all the noises, the noises, piano, and all of that. It's amazing. It's 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 really building the the whole thing. Yeah, the well. atmosphere is like really well done when it comes to the game. Now, in the base game, like I said, you've got four scenarios, which will give you possibly about 20 hours of gameplay in total if you play them. Uh, I'm guessing more, more or less. Probably more. But then considering replayability and that you will fail, it's, I'm sure, more than that. Um, we've got quite a lot of miniatures ranging from cultists to star spawns. But also at this moment, you've got a lot of uh, different expansions for the game. And mm. um, you've got those that take you out of the uh, buildings and you go and start looking in the streets called um, Streets of Arkham. There is one which is about traveling, so you oh, have... Train yeah, so that's the one I'm really interested in. That's possibly my next purchase, considering that we've just finished the four scenarios in the base game. Is one when you travel on the train, you go on a Hindenburg, and you go on a ship. It's like Trans-Siberian stuff. I think so, yeah. You're spending so, literally a few weeks uh, in traveling train, over traveling there. It's, it's, it's really cool, and um, I've only read good things about it. Um, 
The one thing is if you don't like playing the same scenario or if like, okay, if you know the ending and you're not going to feel like playing, then be prepared to either buy something else or invest a lot of money because the expansions are quite pricey. The game itself is quite pricey as well. It's, I think, at the moment around 80 quid, though it's, it's worth every worth penny. It. It's still I would say it. it's worth it. I mean, I got it as a present from um, a friend of mine, but if you ask me now after having played it so much, would I spend 80 pounds to buy it? I would say yes because that's the game we played the most in all of my collection and we are talking about like around 40 games by now and that's the game that gets most table time especially that we don't have much time to play yeah we don't play that often whenever whenever we literally meeting up for the for the game night it's like it's mansions of madness what we what we playing tonight then uh okay what choice we got we got this one this one this one got hundreds hundred else games of Oh, whatever kind. We could always play oh, Mansion of Madness. Let's play Mansion of Madness. So it's it's that kind of the game that you will go back over and over again. Yeah, especially that it's in terms of it. mechanics, it's not difficult. I mean, it's complex in terms of all the choices you've got, but the rules are actually really simple. So I would say it's quite good as an entry game because a lot of the difficult job is done by the app. And even if someone is playing the board game for the first time, that's a board game that's going to suck them into the hobby. Yeah. Because they will be really engaged with it. It's like a good book. It's like a it's good like book a or a good, good movie. movie. I mean, yeah. Movie, yeah. If you like things like Exorcist um, or like X-Files, imagine X-Files in 1920s with Cthulhu-esque monsters and all that stuff. So the theme, the scenarios, the production quality is just amazing. There is literally nothing I can say bad about it apart from only force-based scenarios, I guess. Probably, yeah. The good thing is that if you have the first edition, though, another side note, um, you can add all of the content straight from the box because the second edition provides you with all the new pieces that you need to use everything from the first edition into it. The, o- the only problem with that is that because of that, the first edition holds its price extremely well and you're not going to buy it anywhere cheap on eBay because everyone just keeps on it, keeps to it because all the miniatures are still worth it. On the other hand, though, they did sell it as a separate expansion so you can buy content from the first one with the miniatures and tiles specifically made for the second edition but i think it's about 60 quid by now so yeah all right is there anything else you want to say about the game apart from if you've never played it find someone who has it and play it as soon as possible yeah oh you i'm, I'm pretty sure that in your local board game club or whatever someone's got it someone's who who owns the game so uh just just go and play it honestly and play and play with a painted miniature yes paint uh, your miniature and if you don't paint them get someone to paint them for you like for example michael so anyone it's me or anyone else just play it with the painted miniatures yeah it does a world of difference it makes it much more better much better than obviously painting uh playing with the with gray ones yeah uh so yeah Right, yeah. Okay, so I guess that's going to be a wrap on our first banter episode, I guess. Because as you've noticed, it was far more freeform, chatty shit style of episode, <laughs> which I'm actually really happy with. I always wanted to try it as well. It's pretty cool. It's no. probably going to cut half of my... No, I'm stuff. not cutting a lot. I'm just going to make it sound nice. I don't, I'm even keeping this oh, okay. bit, so don't worry. You make my voice like a, like, a, like an eight years old girl. I can make you sound like a Cthulhu if you want, oh, or like man. a star spawn, we that'd can do be, that as well. That'd be amazing, that'd be amazing. I just need to learn the language of Cthulhu. You need to, uh, to learn a lot of weird things like Cthulhu Thargan or whatever the weird yeah. things are in the Lovecraftian language he created. Okay, so 
If you want to have a look at how Mansions of Madness look like, looks like, you can go to my Instagram or you can go to Michael's Instagram. And mine you can find as probably better. A dog ate my meeple podcast. That's going to be our Instagram. And if you want to find Michael on Instagram or YouTube, you can look for... Berserk007, Berserk Painting Studio, yeah. stuff like that. So if you're going to look for Berserk007 on Instagram, you're going to find him. If you're going to look for Berserk's Painting Studio, you're going to find him on YouTube. And apart from painting miniatures really well, as you can see on his Instagram, he's also doing a lot of terrain. So if you are a war gamer and you play Warhammer and things like that, or Age of Sigma or Mantics, uh, Kings of War or whatever, he will be someone you want to have a look at because he's doing quite a lot of stuff. He's got a really cool series of videos on how to make a bloody castle. And I mean like a proper big castle in the middle of a table. So, you know, that's something that's really impressive. So definitely go and give it a look. Cool. Um, another thing before we finish our episode is that while well, this is episode three and that's going to be for a week this week, basically, uh, we're going to have a special episode and that will be released next week. And that's going to be our mini uh, audio mini? drama, <laughs> a special episode uh, based on our adventures and kind of theme of Mansions of Madness. Uh, it's going to be super cool, guys. So look out for that. Yeah, we always wanted to try doing an audio drama podcast thing. <laughs> so that's a good time as well as ever. And we just had a really good game, so we actually might get to recording that in a moment. Um, but that one is going to be more of a like a real story sort of thing. Um, I hope you're going to enjoy it. We will. I, I know we will, definitely yeah. We will, we, will. we will definitely enjoy making it. I hope you will enjoy listening to it. Yeah. And even though today's episode was full of banter, which made more or less sense to you and was kind of generic and chaotic and all over the place. Chaotic is good. Chaotic is good. Yeah, he plays Chaos in Warhammer, so that always makes sense. Okay, going back though, even though it was kind of all over the place and it wasn't that structured, let me know what you think about it, because if you like our banter episode, it might be something that might happen again. Um, though next episode is going to be about Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle, because that's the game I just picked up today from Mr. Postman. So I'm definitely going to give it a proper run through and I'll let you know what we think about it. So thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for being with us again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and see you soon, guys. Yeah, guys, I'll see you around. I'll hopefully be part of this uh, podcast a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Omar, thanks for introduction, mate. Appreciate no problem. That, always, always happy to have you here. And um, yeah, happy board gaming, guys. Yeah, enjoy your games and see you next week for our first ever special episode. And I'll be back with you in two weeks time with Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle. So say okay guys and enjoy.